Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I like to say that hair is a woman's best accessory. And thanks to my friends at Way, they make it possible to have good hair days every day. Let me tell you, Way's hair oil has become a game changer in my hair care routine. So if you're ready to have good hair days every single day, you got to check out Way. Head over to the Way, T H E O U A I dot com to check out their products. And here's a little treat for you guys use the promo code Heal Squad for 15% off your purchase. Yep, the Way, T H E O U A I dot com, promo code Heal Squad for 15% off. Hey everyone, it's Kelsey and Jeff, and we are here to tell you a bit about our partner Anchor. We know that you're a fan of this podcast and maybe you thought, hey, I want to make a podcast too. Well, we have great news for you guys. We want to tell you all about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast for a few reasons, but to start out, it's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. Plus, you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Do it, you guys, and enjoy the show. I'm on a journey to get better, and I want to do it with you. And I'm not just focusing on physical health. I'm focusing on everything, emotional wellness, spirituality, finances, relationships, and so much more. Every week, it will be my personal goal to bring us, the world's leading healers, experts, and game changers, to share groundbreaking secrets and tips to getting better in all areas of life. Getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when we can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Menino. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Better Together. When you know better, you get better. That's what we do here every day. It is Monday, October 19th, 2020. Our quote of the day, self-care is never a selfish act. It is simply good stewardship of the only gift I have, the gift I was put on earth to offer others. Parker Palmer. Mm. That's interesting. What do you guys think of that quote? Because I think that's kind of strange, actually. Did you guys read, read this out loud? Times. Yeah, I had to read it a couple times before I feel like I really processed it. Uh-huh. So the way I'm reading this, Maria, is that all of us were given gifts. And he's a theologian. So he's actually talking about like the God-given gifts that we all have. Okay. And um, how to offer that gift to others, we have to foster it in ourselves. So like... In my mind, like, let's take a writer, for example, Mm -hmm. a really great novelist, writer or author has to be journaling and spending that time honing their craft for themselves before they can share it for others. And like, I look at you, Maria, you're offering so many amazing tips on the show, self-care tips. If you weren't actually taking the time to implement those and try them in your own life, you wouldn't really be able to share them with the wisdom that you can. So I think of Shauna, I feel like Shauna talked about this. Taking that time for self-care. Shauna Nequest, thank you so much. I'm like the king of saying our guests without their full names. That's okay. Um, I do too. She takes that time for herself and stewards her own time and boundaries as a way to model it for others and be her best self. So Mm -hmm. that's how I read it. Okay. I don't know. What do you Because at first take, I'm like, it was the gift I was put on earth to offer others. Like, "Mm, I don't know about that. That's like, (laughs) that just feels like a little narcissistic, but... I like your interpretation of it better, so I'm going with your interpretation, Jeff. <laughs> yes, Jeff. Um, Fair enough. I mean, it kind of goes back to, like, you can't love anybody else if you don't love yourself. Yeah. And so if you are self-caring, 
um, it is your gift to others as to be the example. So I kind of, I kind of like it now again. Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm in. Kelsey, She's in. are you I'm, in? Yeah, I'm in. I okay. like I like Jeff's Jeff's explanation. I feel like yeah, yeah. Yeah, helped it's me. Okay. I'm not going to nail every day. I feel like I've been on a good roll for quotes, and maybe this wasn't my strongest. No, no, no. <laughs> no, it's good. Listen, I think it's always good to debate. Yes, yes. <laughs> and and then come to a good conclusion because imagine we're just putting this out there, and then someone at home is thinking what I'm thinking, <laughs> and then they think we're like, you know, not really being mindful of what we're putting out there, right? So yep, now exactly. we at least give the perspective that we had our intention behind mm-hmm. the quote. And everyone's going to have a different perspective and different take. So mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. That's what we do so here. So it's good, Jeff. We good. kindly debate. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, welcome back to the show, guys. I hope you guys had a great weekend. Welcome to our Heel Squad, our team. Um, if you haven't hit subscribe on YouTube, please do. It helps us and it helps you because you'll get notifications to never miss an amazing show. Follow us on our Instagram account. Mm-hmm. We've been killing it. At Better Together with Maria and our Patreon. We are continuing to book our amazing workshops there. First of all, you get ad-free content. You also get extra content. And then on top of it, you're getting these workshops where you have access to the most amazing experts in the world. I can't think of a better investment in you and self-care than to be a part of these um, and to be a part of that kind of exclusive community. So um, we are going to be doing more of our clean beauty regimes and we're working on it, by the way. Like Mm -hmm. it's a work in progress. So I feel like I am experimenting for you guys along with Kelsey and finding things that are working, finding things that are not working. So we're going to be sharing all of that with you guys in there as well as our newsletter. Mm -hmm. So we have a new one that's coming out where I'm going to be talking about my five favorite new products that I'm using that uh, are not sponsored. So don't think that this is any kind of sell. This is literally just my true advice. Um, And I really like to always um, give that and I always do. So um, definitely sign up. Kelsey, tell them where. You guys can sign up if you go to mariamenunos.com and you'll see it. It just says subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Mm -hmm. Join our hero squad right there. You put your name, your first, your last, your email. You're in. And Kelsey's been working really hard on the website, guys, because we really want to make it a destination. And one of the things that we're trying to do is figure out a way to give you all the takeaway from these episodes in one place there and within our Instagram account. Mm -hmm. So if you haven't followed us, click the link tree um, on my Instagram at Maria Menunos or at Better Together with Maria. That's how you can find the Patreon as well. So you can find us in those link trees kind of at everything. And it's super easy to join. Uh, Regrettably, we're not going to be doing another bachelor um, viewing party. And here's why. So one reason was we were really sad for the West Coasters that wanted to participate. And I can't figure out how to do everything and keep it fair. Um, And also it was a lot on me, unfortunately. So I am going to try one more week to see if I can do the bachelor after show. And so um if this week i mean i was in such excruciating pain last week i just couldn't do it anymore i'm like this is just maxing me out so um we're gonna try one more week but we will be watching it Mm -hmm. with you ethereally exactly (laughs) you can always dm dm better together i'll be on there yeah and then we'll we'll try the after show again but i feel like i'm just so overwhelmed right now with stuff like yeah we're really putting our focus into um, building this out and making this a real true experience and a true community. And and that comes with, you know, stuff to do. And then I just got word, by the way, I guess I'm just going to say it now, um, that our surrogate got medically cleared. So cool. So I have a lot to do. Jeff, did you not know that yet? Not officially. I know you guys have been in the process. It's yeah. so exciting. Oh my yeah. gosh. So exciting. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how to back out of it right now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> she was trying to figure out how to back out of it last night when we were driving. And I was like, Maria, you want to hear me sing the Jonas Brothers? Maria, you want to hear me do this? Maria, you want... <laughs> I was like, ah, is this what they're going to be like? Anyway, 
But I think, um, no, I'm totally kidding. I'm very excited. And it's been like a decade. When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. (laughs) And that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're gonna love it. In the works, so whether, exciting. you know, trying to have kids and not. And it's funny, I was looking through my text exchanges with my doctor, my fertility doctor, and all the IUIs and all the IVF sessions and, tell, I mean, telling her the excruciating pain I was in mm. when I did this one drug. It was called Crinone. Mm. It's a disgusting drug. Don't need to tell you about the details. And if you've done IVF, you know how gross that one is. Um, mm. But I remember being like, I want to drive my car through a wall. I feel like my head's <sighs> going to explode. And I just started documenting all the, the texts. And I realized that's when my tumor was growing because of the hormones. Mm. It must have just been exploding it in my head. And I was in so much pain. And it's just wild to me to like relive all of that. Because when it's happening in real time, you're not making the connections. Now I'm going back and I'm like, oh, man, Mm -hmm. that was really, really rough. And I was working 80 jobs at the same time. And like Mm -hmm. there's it was just crazy. So. You know, I'm so excited, Maria. It's going to be such a cool journey. And one of the things I love is that you've lived these chapters of your life and then become a resource for people. So even though you're nervous about the surrogacy process, which is understandable, the fact that you'll have this show to share your experience and then become an advocate and an ally for people who are going through the same thing is going to be so beautiful. So use that as a little bit of hope as you feel nervous about it, because that's going to be as a fan of this show, obviously as a producer as well, but I just can't wait to see you be open about your journey because that's when you really shine, I think. So true. Thanks. Well, yeah, I feel like, you know, I've had so many great women that have helped me along the way. Um, My doctor, Dr. Chang, who we did a whole episode with, is Mm -hmm. literally the greatest. And she is so particular and so detailed and so amazing. Um, And I love her. She's the warmest, most loving doctor. Like, she doesn't you know it can be it can kind of turn into mcdonald's a little bit right like this whole fertility thing it's like a yeah it's like drive through get your your (laughs) quarter pounder your fries and get the heck out like there's so much um but she has been so attentive and so amazing but then also you know kim kardashian's helped me a lot and zoe saldana and so these women who have gone through it Mm -hmm. and have shared with me um, and now a lot of people are coming to me and I'm sharing with them. So it's like, that's what we're here to do. Yeah. We're all here to help each other. And so um, I think it's it's uh, it's the right thing to do. But it's a wild time. So like I was texting Kevin last night. This is like one of my fears. I was watching this crime show, you guys. <laughs> and it was about a, a daughter that went missing. The mother wasn't... Um, uh, you know, part of the investigation at first, but then at some point something switched and they started talking to her and they, she revealed that, you know, like most mother-daughter relationships, it was very strained and oh my God, most, most mother-daughter no. relationships. <laughs> no. I mean, huh? What? Huh? <laughs> like, oh my God. I can't, I can't have that. No. I'm like, uh, and I'm literally panicking. Okay. <laughs> And so, um, so I call Kevin. I go, "Are my kids gonna hate me?" Never. <laughs> no. And I reassured her, Jeff. I said, "They're absolutely not going to. They might get a little testy in their teens." Well, but that's then... the part that is not exciting. First of all, that's like, okay. my friend Alyssa and her, like, she, she's. I go, Alyssa, you were such a bitch to your mom. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you were my kid, I would be so mad. Like, I was not. I didn't have that kind of relationship with yeah. my mom. So, 
Um, but I and then my friend Rita was saying the same like everybody around me was like oh gosh yeah me and my mom butted heads a lot and I'm like I will die if I worked this hard no. and then on top it spent so much money to bring you into this world and then you hate me I'm here to tell you <laughs> my mom is my bestie I know. and we butt heads but I like I was telling Maria last night you set you set the tone you set the boundaries we knew not to bug Deb if she needed her 20 minute power nap because we just knew they're gonna know mm-hmm. for you too. Yeah. You're gonna be you and Kevin are gonna be the best parents. Like I get so giddy thinking about it. And Auntie Kelsey and Uncle Jeff are always here, you know, to take them on a little adventure if you need. So I mean, I guess if I wasn't worried then and I was super cocky, then that would be a bigger problem, probably, True. right? True. Hundred percent. I'm like, Kevin, we have to take all these classes. We have to learn things. Like we can't do the, you know, who do you love more, mommy or daddy? We can't do any of that stuff. Like, uh, <laughs> no. what if? We, and then you think about all the ways you can screw them up and not even know it, and then you just start to panic. I don't know. Like when you're younger, you probably don't think about all this stuff. But as you get older and wiser, and then you're doing a show like this every day where you're realizing all the things in our childhood that affects us now, and mm. we're trying to reprogram ourselves, I'm like, oh, it gets so overwhelming. It's a lot. You know what, though? I, I, I think about it, Maria, and like, you know, when I think about you and Kevin's priorities, having kids makes so much sense. I mean, like, think about your, you're so missional, you know, you're so passionate about using your platform to help people. And then you think about Kevin. I mean, Kevin's been almost doing dad things for the last decade. I mean, he's such a passionate mentor that I just feel like, you know, it won't be easy all the time. And, you know, your kids will always love you and you always love your kids, even if you feel like there's days you're not necessarily liking them as much as you do every day. (laughs) But, But I feel like your personalities and goals and priorities are so suited for parenting already. It's Uh going to be it's going to be cool. Thanks. Well, I am excited. I'm like I'm sharing the like deep like terror moments because I mean it's just me being honest of like the things that I'm scared of but I am so excited because we have waited so long and I'm so excited to see like you know that come to fruition Mm -hmm. and and to see your your you know life that you've brought in and squish and love and hug and um, we were with our friends yesterday, and they have four. They have two twins, and then the other ones might as well be twins. They're Honestly. very close in age. And I was like, it was so cute to hear the little voices in the house mm-hmm. running around and playing, and then watching them hugging and kissing and loving. I was like, okay, okay, this is you're ready. This is yeah. I mean, I've been, I've yeah. been ready, but like I, you know, there's always that like little thing. Totally, there's that like little thing over here being like. Hmm. What if? Yeah. What if bad stuff happens? But I think I mean, it's that idea of if you like. I know you would always do it, but it's that idea of if you didn't do it, would you regret it? You know, and that like, and you just have to throw all that stuff aside. Like, you guys are gonna be mm-hmm. the freaking best parents. You really, really are, and you're gonna do. But everybody everything. says that to everybody. No, that's not true. There's some. <laughs> no, no, no. There's some people that I'm like, maybe you shouldn't be a mom. <laughs> Maybe you should work on yourself a little bit more. But you guys, I mean, you're doing the work actively still every single day, right? Like, you guys are going to be great. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. I am. Kevin's so, so giddy. And I did have a psychic tell me. I was like, is this going to be, like, a good thing? Like, additive? I mean, like, I've got a few traumas around Mm. another human that was born to my parents (laughs) (laughs) to to be discreet (laughs) to be discreet um you know complete opposites so imagine and so i'm like you don't want that situation here and so um she's like no they're gonna be amazing yeah and i was like okay cool they are they are yes i'm in so that is what's happening so i feel like you know, there's a lot going on right now and trying to like squeeze in a bachelor viewing party I thought was going to be super fun. And it was super fun. I had fun with everybody. It was just, it was a lot for me. Mm-hmm. It was a long it was. She had a, day. I mean, I can attest. She had the worst headache and I was, oh, I was suffering. She was really suffering. And I was like, yeah. come on, you can do it. I believe in you. But yeah. no, it's I, like, you I, just can't push that. It was just too much. It was too much. But anyhow, um, I would like to get to our good news 
Monday uh, partnership with Good News Movement Monday. Or Good News Movement. You ready for this? Our Good News Monday. How come I can never get that right, guys? Good News Movement Monday. It's a lot of words. You know, it's a lot of alliteration. Oh, Jeff. Jeff spoke over Jeff. his. Oh, no. Party foul. But, but Here actually. We go. Take two. Okay, take two. Good News Monday. Jeff Graham on the vocals. Jeff Graham on Jeff the Graham. vocals. Uh, Jeff Graham, I saw this story. I actually saw this person's tweet. So I caught it when it was happening before it became um, something that Michelle and Good News Movement profiled. So mm. tell everybody about this one. This is an incredible story. And actually, we're going to be getting later into the show into our topic of um, making sure that we're taking time for us because we matter too. And this is what Edmund O'Leary essentially did with this tweet. Edmund O'Leary is an unemployed father of two from Dublin, Ireland, and he put out a call for help on Twitter. um, And he just wrote very candidly, very open and very vulnerably. I am not okay. Feeling rock bottom. Please take a few seconds to say hello if you see this tweet. And, um, you know, it's the kind of thing where he just tweeted out into the void. um, And all of a sudden, all these amazing responses started flooding in. Um, just regular people like you and me saying things like, hey, Edmund, you're a brave lad putting your feelings out there. Your courage has given a lot of people permission to talk about how they're feeling. Despite feeling low, you've done a lot of good. I'm very grateful. Bless you. Mm-hmm. So just tons of people like you and me blasting him with love on Twitter. And then the Dublin airport tweeted, oh. hi, Edmund, you are not alone. So many people are feeling exactly that way at this minute. Never forget that you're loved and that there are people who care about you. We see you like the 747s. Here's one just for you, along with a picture of Dublin at dawn. Sending you hugs from back home. Aww. Amazing. Really sweet. I I mean, how many people sent him messages? Was it into the thousands? Thousands and thousands of people. Let me see. It's in this post. Yeah, it says that within hours, um, he received thousands of messages of support. People offering to help him with his resume. Um, invitations for coffee, artwork from kids, pictures of pets. I love this. Pictures of baking fails. That's amazing. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I just love that just is like where humanity can just like rise and just yeah. show just how much better we are together. together. Um, I really, really love that story. And just the fact that people do care. Mm-hmm. It's it's nice. Um, and I feel like, I mean, it gives me hope in these times too, right? This is not an easy month. Yeah. We're leading up to another big, big thing. And I don't know. It's just, it really gives me hope. I saw that and I was like, oh, oh it just warms yeah. my heart. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, um, yeah, the holidays are coming. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm already kind of having some challenges mm-hmm. around the holiday because i'm trying all right friends let's talk about something we all do snack trust me i've definitely overindulged in the past but as you know i am focused on my health these days and i think i found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor and it's definitely become my go-to it first came into the house because of kevin he was obsessed with wonderful pistachios and then i got addicted and now it's in my travel bag i don't leave home without it it's in our glove compartments because they don't melt right now my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor it feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. To decide... My parents are desperate to come back here and it's been the goal all along and that's what I've been doing here is getting the house set up for their return. Desperately trying to find a caretaker Mm -hmm. back here too, which has not been successful yet and not been easy because these two girls that I loved fell off of the platform I I was using. Anyhow, um, so I just, I started to realize the other day, I'm like, hmm, a couple complications here. One... Am I really flying my parents in the height of flu and cold season with massive pre-existing conditions, diabetes and brain cancer, across the country for, you know, 
the next couple of months. I mean, is that really the best idea? I also can't control them totally, right? I can advise them, but I know they desperately want to be back here. And then on top of it, you have family members that will remain anonymous (laughs) who think COVID is a conspiracy Mm -hmm. and aren't taking it seriously and are continuously going to bars and getting drunk and hooking up with people and all these things. And then they will be demanding to be in the presence of the two little eggs that I've kept in the palm of my hand from pretty much my entire life Mm -hmm. taking care of them Mm -hmm. like that's what I look at them like these precious little eggs that I'm just like trying to protect and keep safe and healthy not the new children her parents my parents to clarify (laughs) they have been my children (laughs) truly so so then but then that's beyond my control too Mm -hmm. right Um, and so it's always fascinating when you have a chat with your therapist which I did And she's plumb out of ideas and horrified by the fact that more than likely certain people are not going to want to obey the rules of masks and social distancing because they feel entitled to having certain rights to certain people (laughs) who are very vulnerable (laughs) um and so i find myself in a really challenging position because Mm -hmm. it's just uh how much of it do you leave to god right and just say i can't control everything and how much of it do you protect it's a very big challenge in my head as you know mm mm-hmm and I know I'm not the just... only one that's going to be dealing with this. No, people in the chat are saying they're anxious for the holidays. They, yeah, they are right there with you. And then even like with my cousin, so I was chatting with her. I said, so how are we going to do this? Like we have, your parents are vulnerable. My parents are vulnerable. But we know there are certain people in the family. Mm-hmm. Like there are young kids. Young kids, like I can't trust how mm-hmm. they're social distancing. They're ones working at a supermarket. Like I, I can't, I can't yeah. trust them like I trust me or I trust her especially you know mm-hmm. I just know us and how mm-hmm. careful we're being so and by the way even with us being that careful we're still not immune to getting this right but imagine people who are being reckless yep. Yep. and so and then I started to realize well yeah I don't think that's gonna happen because I feel like that is just a COVID haven waiting to explode so I'm wondering what other people are thinking about doing during the holidays so Jeff you're gonna be heading back yeah to the Midwest what is your plan with your family you know Laura and I and our families have been talking about it um we're flying back to Indiana first where Laura's from and we're planning on quarantining so we're gonna get tested when we land and then they have this big basement so we're just gonna go straight down there and at least for a couple days hang out down there um, in terms of like Thanksgiving, though, it's dicey. I mean, Laura has an elderly grandpa. He's the sweetest man on earth, maybe only second to Costa Menunos, but he's <laughs> a, this wonderful, wonderful man. Um, and he's old and he's compromised. And we're like, can he come? We're thinking about building him a plexiglass container for oh us to God, eat. Guys, we're look at about, where we're at. This is so insane. I know. It's Carry on. Wild. It's, it's crazy. I mean, that's what we keep talking about. We're thinking about maybe trying to do a socially distanced Thanksgiving outside with heaters. Um, Amazing. But it's and the heaters don't exist, by the way. I've heard that they're sold out. Yep. I understand why. I mean, it's a mess. And, you know, it's it would be a small gathering relative to some of the gatherings that are happening because it would be Laura and I and her parents, which technically we will have quarantined together, so that's a bubble. But then Laura has two siblings with husbands. And, like, do they come? Can they come? Right. If they get tested? All that you're doing is mitigating risk. So we're in the same position, Maria. We haven't decided yet. Um, but part of the reason we're traveling early um, is because we want to avoid the peak travel time because that's when COVID is going to be highest. Yeah. And um, it gives us time to kind of quarantine and create a new bubble before we really enter into the world of the Midwest. Yeah. And my mom can't travel till like two days before because her treatments are scheduled yeah. for then. So it's really, really challenging to figure this out. Then I was thinking like I could tell my cousin, because I feel like our first floor is a little bit bigger where 
like the elderly could be in the library we could set up a table for them in there and when we enter in there we can wear masks and just set up their food or whatever the kids could be in the like finished garage screening room area Mm -hmm. that we have like Mm -hmm. they're locked in there because we can't trust them (laughs) right uh nor our brothers anyway um then like us girls who are cooking or whatever can be in the kitchen and we know we've been safe so like i feel like we're okay together we'll have windows open and doors open for ventilation so like that's my only solution but then i'm like why are we even risking this in the first place mm-hmm. right like what why that's what i keep saying i keep telling her jeff i'm like my god like and i get it but is it worth it is yeah. it worth that anxiety to get together and, and have some turkey right exactly i, I know oof. but at the same time i agree with you and we keep having this conversation too of like is it worth risking it is it worth bringing papa home but at the same time it's like it's our mental health is so struggling this year and those family moments and those holidays really do a lot to restore people's faith and their joy and to cheat people out depending. of it. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah, depending. Or, <laughs> or the opposite, right? Or you get to experience the drama of your family like the rest of us, Jeff. Exactly. You're right. You're so right. And that's an important conversation I think we should have on this episode is like maybe weighing those things. Maybe this is God telling, giving you a break from your family. Like maybe this is your opportunity Truly, to actually though. enjoy your holiday. Oh, but there's never these are a the real break, questions. Jeff. Say that again. There's no that. escape. <laughs> But, but these are the really mm-hmm. hard questions yeah, and there's yeah. really no exact right answer. Mm-hmm. This is our first global pandemic of the new century. Yeah. And it's just a, it's, if you think about it too much, it's overwhelming. I had the, I'm a pretty optimistic guy, you guys know, but Laura and I were on a walk yesterday and I was kind of starting to think about it. And I was like, the vaccine might not happen till next year, but this isn't going away till there's herd immunity. It's just, if you think about it too much, it's, it's too much. It's, oh yeah. Crazy. It's kind of hot mess too much. But Kelsey's going to be with us for Thanksgiving. I am. So. I decided that. I'm like, I'm not getting on a plane to go back to Seattle to, from here to there. To, I'm just like, no, it's not worth it yeah. to me. What are people saying in the chat? Does Let's anybody see. had a, come up with their solution yet? I'm curious. You guys, do you have a solution? No, not yet. Okay. Well, we're going to keep trying to figure this out. Um, I think. But people are agreeing. <clears throat> we were talking about like everybody has to submit a COVID test to my cousin before mm-hmm. to make sure at least. But, you know, if you like I'm going to land when I fly home to L.A., um, which, you know, just a heads up, everybody. Um, I believe the first is it the first week of November we're going to have. Yeah. Um, uh, we're going to run some reruns mm-hmm. of some amazing episodes. We have a dedicated week to self-care. It's going to be really good, you guys. Self-care and catch-up Yep. for we election picked. week, which we're going to all really need. Yeah. But also yes. for me, I have to really focus on seeing my mom and, yeah. and spending time with her while I'm there. And I have some doctor's appointments I have to deal with, too. So, um, so but what I'm thinking of is, wait, where did I... Oh, I'm going to land and I'm going to get a COVID test. But I'm still going to have to quarantine because... If for some reason the, I got COVID while I was in flight and hasn't taken hold yet, that COVID test isn't going to really be effective, right? I don't know. Yeah. Ooh. I think it's 10 days. It incubates. Yeah. So, like, I feel like I'm... So, I my solution is, because I'm not going to be there for 10 days, is I'm going to take my COVID test. I'm going to hazmat suit up. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, like, triple mask up. I might even saran wrap my face, like whatever. We'll Gloves, get some masks, the yeah. whole scam. Divisors. And then I'm going to give my mom a hug and sit next to her. But like, I'm willing to do that. Other members of my family will not. Mm-hmm. Right? And then yeah. all of like... And- I have a solution for you. What? Anna says, keep your family at home safe with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's really where they're safest. It's just- with summer upon us, friends, hair is going to be even more important. Yes, we've got humidity, we've got sun, we've got all kinds of things. And sometimes it's hard to find the right shampoo for your hair. Everyone's hair is so different and there's no one size fits all solution. That's why I love Way. They have different shampoos depending on your hair type. Want volume? Find hair and conditioner will give you that extra oomph you need. If you need some moisture and a little extra bounce, find your happy medium with medium shampoo and conditioner. 
And for my peeps with thick hair like me, give your hair the hydration it deserves with thick hair shampoo and conditioner. Plus, you guys already know Way carries some of my favorite hair care products I use all the time, whether it's the leave-in conditioner, which is my go-to, or the hair oil. They give my hair this hydrating refresh all summer long. Wash your way to healthier hair. <laughs> See what I did there? With shampoos and conditioners made just for you. Go to the way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com. Use the code Squad for 15% off your entire purchase. That's theway.com, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com. Use the code Squad. Your hair deserves it. Just again, mental health, like Jeff's saying, my dad wants to see his brother who's like 90 and he's so sad that he's been gone for so over a year with my mom's, you know, tumor recurrence and, and, you know, my mom really wants to come here. So how much is their mental health worth, you know, the risk too? Like sometimes it's like the risk is worth the reward. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what I'm realizing after therapy guys yeah, is right. that my dad has to lay down the law for all of us and say this is what's going to be allowed and this is what's not going to be allowed mm. right like why do i always have to carry the burden of being in charge with yep. all this stuff yep it's, it's like, like hi when are you gonna matter so that leads us to the discussion of when are you going to matter so when i was talking to my therapist i was like well my parents they really want to be back here and you know and i really want to make that happen for them because i live just to make them happy right like my goal is to keep them happy and safe and healthy and so, um, and then Kevin really wants to come back here. He's been in like renovation hell over there. And he's just, I, I guess LA is just mm-hmm. unbearable. Jeff, my neighbor told me, she's like, druggies are shooting up on the streets. It's unsafe to walk. It's unsafe to be outside with your kids. It's like, I mean, the picture that all of my neighbors are painting is so bleak. It was as, It was the same way when I was there. Like I stopped having... I stopped being able to take Max for walks down towards, you know, a certain area um, because it was it was dangerous with a 130 pound German Shepherd. OK. Yeah. And so I'm getting these reports from people. So now I'm putting that together with what Kevin's been feeling because I thought Kevin was being a little dramatic and he's a hermit. So he's not really going out. <laughs> so I was like, poor Kevin. He's just he needs to, like, have a good fun night out. But. You know, he really wants to come. And Jeff, I'm sure you can tell us, like, from your perspective, what L.A. has felt like. Yeah, I mean, like, I will say, again, I'm pretty optimistic, but it's a little bleak, just like you said, Maria. (laughs) I will say the weather is still nice. It's been hot, but, like, I have enjoyed, Laura and I have an okay neighborhood that we can walk around in during the day, but a lot more tents are popping up in this neighborhood. We noticed yesterday on our walk, just, I don't know, I think it's the looming like fear of the election people are leaving LA which seems to as people leave it feels like it invites more less savory people is maybe the most politically correct way I can say it and um yeah I I tend to be optimistic so I don't want to be overly bleak but it does feel a little different and even for Laura and I our friends are just moving they're just dropping like flies I really like, yeah I mean, everybody I'm talking to is looking to move. They're looking to either move deeper into the valley, Mm -hmm. um, which is also sketchy because the fires affect that part even more. Like, we're even, we're trying to figure out the same thing. Mm -hmm. And we're like, well, where do we go? Over there is fires. Over there, it's too hot. Over there, it's too (laughs) cold. Like, we're like, where do we go? Jeff, where where are your friends going? Are they leaving L.A.? Yeah, I had one friend move to New York, which I know isn't necessarily better, but we had our closest couple friends just move to Austin. Um, One of our really good friends has just moved to Nashville. Like, they're just kind of like, if I can pursue this and I don't necessarily have to be here, why would I? Mm -hmm. And there's just this foundational change in in our business right now. And I think people, some people are seeing it, some people aren't, but it is going, this pandemic, for better or worse, is going to fundamentally change the entertainment industry. Yeah, I mean, we feel the same way. Like, why Why do we want to be there specifically anymore? Like, mm-hmm. if we don't have to be. And so I feel like a lot of people are saying that. So so back to the other subject. My parents desperately want to be here. Kevin desperately wants to be here. I really love it here and really wanted to enjoy the holidays in my house here. Mm-hmm. Um, and... You know, I do have a certain situation with my brother. (laughs) 
He is uh, incredibly challenging, to be totally honest with you guys. Nobody tell him I said this, because I don't need to invite any more trouble. Um, <laughs> we're all in a little group here. Um, yeah, he's very challenging to deal with. We do not get along at all. Um, he is irrational. He is um really great manipulator. Mm-hmm. And it's very challenging. And so he has good qualities, but um, I don't get to experience them often enough to outweigh all <laughs> the, the negative ones. Well, they come um, and go very quickly. It's like yeah. Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Little spurts where you're like, oh, oh, yeah. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's reminded. like they reel you back in and then boom. And you're like, oh, God, I re- why did I forget again? Yeah. And then like you get sucked in. And you're like, oh, shit. He just, damn. How did I get sucked back in again? It's that kind of thing. Uh-huh. And so <laughs> so the best was like at the almost at the end of the hour session with my therapist. She was like, so can I ask you a question? When are you going to matter? And I go. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, and then it took a second to sink in, and I said, oh, shit, here, I did it again. I did it again. I forgot myself in this equation. Mm. I guess the point is, you're trying to make everybody else happy, and then you forget that you being unhappy should have a consideration, right? And so that is the challenge um, set forth. And I feel like I've addressed this before and I've dealt with it and I've drawn my boundaries. Um, There was uh, a heated exchange when my mom's tumor came back where um, I was blamed in some way for it coming back. (laughs) And that's when I said, okay, there will be no more communication between us over this you can discuss it directly with my parents um you've now lost all rights to having any kind of conversation with me so I've drawn boundaries before and with certain things but I think like I think it's just one of those things where um sometimes you focus so much on how they're gonna react this is what I finally realized we all tiptoe around that person in our life we're all so worried about how they're going to react. Are they going to do something terrible and to themselves or to someone else or to you or, you know, and everyone's just walking on eggshells and living in fear. And then you realize, oh, they designed it this way. Mm. They designed it this way so that you are not important. You don't have any power in the situation. And so... I'll be reclaiming that power. I already did. I reclaimed the power. And I'm no longer going to live in fear. But what happens is, it's like we were talking with my therapist, is the trauma pathways are so deep that even a little something tips you right back into the, the ditch. It's like just a little something happens that tips you right into that ditch. And then you're in that ditch and now you're 12 again and you're terrified and you're like mm-hmm. living in fear and shaking and, and, and worried and whatever it is. And so I have to remember that I'm a 42-year-old successful, mm-hmm. highly successful woman Yep. who has enough on her plate and I'm not going to get sucked into the arguments anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's what they do, guys. They're good manipulators. They're going to suck you into the arguments. Lay down your law. Here's what I'll accept. Here's what I won't accept. End of conversation. And when they start to manipulate you and say, but this, but that, and you're this, and you're that, and that's great. In your own home, you can have your rules. In my home, these are my rules. You can either accept them or you can't. And that's that, guys. Mm -hmm. It really is that. And then whatever they do in response to that is on them, not you. And unfortunately, there are going to be unhealthy people around you who are going to want you to do the unhealthy thing so that they feel safe and comfortable. Mm. So you got to get them on board with you matter, right? It's like, it's similar to like when I had my brain surgery and I wrote my dad that letter and I said, dad... I need you to understand I'm going to have, I'm going to live a different life when this is done. When I come out the other side, 
you may not have things to brag about in church anymore. I'm going to choose me over everything and my health over everything. I'm not going to be running around trying to, you know, you know, do cartwheels and handstands and flips to make everybody look at me and say, look at, she's succeeding. She's doing this and she's doing that. If it's not making my heart sing and my soul sing, I'm not going to do it. So that might mean I'm going to make less money. I'm going to do less things like whatever it's going to be. I don't know, but you need to be okay with that because I'm okay with that. And it's that kind of thing. It's like, it's letting people know that, um, As a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. (laughs) Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, They keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. So the boundaries, and this Mm -hmm. is what, what's important for me. And I matter. Mm -hmm. How'd he respond to that? He was amazing. Yeah. Never bothered me again about that stuff. Do you know, spent, my dad has spent his whole life living in fear of like, you know, is she going to lose her job? Because like, you know, there are moments where you have to like stand up for yourself or whatever. And my dad was just so terrified. And what will the people at church say? He was always so scared. And now he flipped real fast. He was like, no, of course you matter. Yeah. I love you. You're my daughter. But we never feel like that's true mm-hmm. in a weird way, mm-hmm. right? Even though we know they love us, we also know that they expect these things from us. There are mm-hmm. expectations. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, or at least we th- like like we talked about the other day. I mean, it goes back to people pleasing, right? Yeah, it's us trying to manipulate them. Mm-hmm. It's the yeah. it's all such a mind f, right? Yeah, because it's like he responded well. Of course he did. Most people will. Some people won't, but most people, if they're really your people, if they're in that inner circle, like Shauna mm-hmm. talked about, they're going to respond well. Yeah. That's so important, though, because I think so many of us are living our lives subconsciously for other people. Mm-hmm. And gosh, the parent-child thing is really, I think, important to look at because I'm in my late 20s and I mean, I'm turning 30 next year. And I still feel like there's part of me that is like, mom, aren't you proud? I'm like a producer. Like you can yeah. tell your friends about it. Mm-hmm. And that's not, the, that's not the right way to live your life. And if if she's also getting satisfaction out of being proud for her kid in her thirties, that's also messed up, right? Like she needs to learn that like she did a great job parenting and she's got three successful kids, but they're their own people too. And like, Mm -hmm. they're living their own lives. And that's the crazy complicated paradox of parenting is your job is to be all in for as long as you need to be and then be all out so that those people can live their own lives. Mm -hmm. So in some ways, it was both you and your dad being unhealthy about career. Yeah. Because totally. you were subconsciously living your career to make your parents proud. Totally. And they were mm-hmm. self-consciously fueling your career so that they could tell their friends at church how well you were doing. But neither of those reasons is a good reason to live the, that so life. So true. Yeah. I think it was the holistic psychologist. She always has the best, right? Dr. Nicola Pera. She posted the other day that it's like once you make that switch in your brain and realize that your parents are actually adults and have traumas as well mm-hmm. ooh, it's a game changer right so yeah. he was doing that because he had these traumas of maybe he was never good enough for I, people it's self-worth issues yep so he right? was living vicariously through you and then you like the 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 there's the generational traumas that come down right the self-worth issues come down and the all of those things that we've talked about on the show before. I forget we had a really great expert on that. Um, Somebody racked their brains because mine never remembers. But, um, but I think that, you know, that's, that's the conversation I'm going to have with my dad where it's going to be like, you need to protect me. Mm -hmm. I spend my time trying to protect you guys. Like you actually need to protect me here and protect your wife at this point. Um, And it's going to suck. 
because he's got his list of traumas, Mm -hmm. you know, that he has to deal with and his fears, right? Nobody wants to upset their children. Nobody wants to like put someone in a bad space or whatever, but you know, it's, um, it's really, it's very complicated. And what are you, are you reading Um, something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steph, my therapist said my unhappy parents looked to me for their own happiness and put it on me when they really didn't have any. Mm. Yeah. 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 It's a lot to unpack, He looked, guys. he looked, your dad looked to you when he didn't feel good enough or successful or, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, because we've always had to have that conversation with my dad where it's like, dad, you came to this country with no money, mm-hmm. okay? And then you, you worked your butt off. You actually were able to buy a house and then you bought a car and then you had a family and then you made sure we had clothes and we had food and like all this stuff. I can't even believe when I look at what they had to do for work, how hard they had to work, how they made ends meet is beyond me, Mm -hmm. right? I am always blown away by how they didn't even know the language. I mean, like, can you imagine me moving to China tomorrow and me starting a life from nothing? No. Can you imagine how challenging that would be? It's unbelievable. Like, to me, like, it is mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. So I'm always like, Dad, and, and then you have to, like, list out all the successes. And so it's it's hard. They are just humans yep. that yeah. gave birth to us. And so they've got their traumas. They've got their insecurities. They've got their issues. Mm-hmm. And... um. And, you know, luckily, our generation has been more, um, you know, uh, open and think more treatments are available, more, you know, healers are available, all these things. So we're getting better um, and we're getting stronger. And hopefully that spills over to help them. And I see I've seen incredible growth in my dad in the last, you know, two decades. It's been remarkable to watch. But, you know, I just... These are the things that are circulating in my brain as of late, guys. And I figured I'm not the only one who's trying to figure this stuff out. So I figured I would share. And um, it's it's challenging and, yeah, scary. One more thing that's popping in for me is just it's the realization that we trade our successes and rethink of them as mediocrities so quickly. Mm. You know, like we're never content to like take a step back and look at what we've accomplished and actually give ourselves credit for it. Your parents included. Like, that's unbelievable. They were non-English speaking immigrants. And so quickly, I'm sure your parents, just like the rest of us, look at one small mistake mm-hmm. and let that loom so big. Or just and look at these off. huge uh-huh. successes and get comfortable with them, almost like a frog in a boiling pot of hot water, right? Where you just get settled and you trade these amazing accomplishments for just normalcies or mediocrity, mediocrities instead of mm-hmm. letting them... Like, I'm... Even this job, like I'm so unbelievably proud to be here, mm-hmm. but I need to wake up every morning and say how cool and how proud I should be that I'm producing Maria Menounos' show. Right. And yet, like, it's easy for me sometimes being open on the show to just, you know, doing my job, getting things done when I should really be proud of what I'm doing, mm-hmm. you know? Well, it's not mm-hmm. even just that, Jeff. You're changing people's lives. I know. You're helping people transform. Like when you read the Apple podcast comments or even on YouTube, and thank you guys for the comments. And if you haven't already, please share how um, the show is helping you. Um, even if you're just finding it fun to be with us, whatever it is, go to Apple Podcasts, drop us a review. We've gotten, we've cracked the 900 mark. We're trying to get to a thousand. Um, and so if you can do that, that would be amazing. It also helps other people find us and know that we're worthy of their time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like all those comments are directed at all of us mm-hmm. where it's like this has been either um, a source for their joy, mm-hmm. their healing, um, you know, a fun place to be with like-minded people, whatever it is. So it kind of like goes to a whole other level. It does. Um, and so it's, it is exciting, but that's why we talked about the other day. It's like, you have to tell yourself you rock sometimes. Yep. And mm-hmm. and by the way, most times like stop asking for the adulation from other people, mm-hmm. like give it to yourself, own that list. If you haven't listened to that episode, I think it was last week. Yep. I said, write that list of everything you're amazing at and say it to the mirror every single day mm-hmm. so that you can own who you are. Own that. 
and then carry yourself like that. And that's how people will treat you. Yep. Um, and that's how you're going to treat you at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. When you believe that you're worthy and that you have value and that, you know, um, you're contributing in, in some great way to your, you know, community, the world, your family, whatever it may be. Ooh, I just had a good little breakthrough because... This is why all of these things, you guys, like the Dr. Amen saying to tell ourselves this is going to be a great day. Yeah. The Grace Harry, take five minutes for yourself. I mean, saw anyone who's talked about journaling, when you're present, Shauna, present over perfect, right? Mm -hmm. When you're present, like I noticed I was writing Maria a little letter the other day and I noticed the same thing, Jeff. I was like, oh shit, like this is really cool. Like where I am Mm. right now is really freaking cool. And we are, we're changing lives, we're doing this, but if we're continuously go 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 comparing ourselves to others whatever it is we don't realize how incredible we are you know and and so it's like at the five minutes in the morning it's like just think just be with your thoughts be present like oh yeah i'm awesome this is great and it's going to start your day right so all those little things from all these different experts i mean they're teaching us how we can tell ourselves yeah, you are a rock star. Yeah, you kicked ass today. You know, so, ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, I think too, um, excuse me. Trust where God's taking you. Mm. Like, I, I always say, like, I'll ask for the things that I want, right? You know, God, I really wish. You know, I hope. I want this, whatever. But I'm always like, take me where I'm supposed to go. I'll work hard. I'm going to be a good person. Just take me where I'm supposed to go. Mm. And I'm going to trust the path that I'm supposed to be on. You know, it's even interesting being here all this time in Connecticut. Um, there were some tests along the way that got, they just kind of like got me in the gut a little mm-hmm. where people were a little um, unkind saying, aren't you supposed to be with your mom? Why are you with your mom? And then the guilt started to like creep in. And I was like, oh gosh, I should, I should go home. Yeah, no, I should be home. I should be home. And then I realized, wait a second. Nope. My home is a disaster zone right now in construction. My mom and dad are, you know, safely tucked away at our, our other house down the street, safe in a clean environment, well taken care of by caretakers and Kevin. I'm in a flow and I'm getting my mojo back like I haven't had since before surgery like I'm I'm finally kind of feeling like a different kind of hope Mm -hmm. thanks to you guys Mm -hmm. um why would I why would I stop that like there's a reason God sent me here I was supposed to get this healing time I was supposed to get this um alone time Mm -hmm. and those tests were to see whether I was going to listen or not right was I going to allow outside voices to interfere with the inner guidance Mm -hmm. and the inner knowing of this is my time for me I matter too it's not just my mom that matters it's not just my dad that matters it's not just Kevin that matters Okay, Max, Winnie, and Willie, they really... I'm kidding. Um, It's not my dogs. Right now, it's me that mattered. And it was inadvertent. It it didn't even happen that way. It's just become that. Mm -hmm. I would have never known. I thought I was just here to, like, fix the house and get things squared away for them and find a caretaker. And, okay, cool, there were fires. And Kevin said, don't come back because of the smoke. Oh, and the wheelchair accessing my house and making it great for my mom. I didn't know that this was the journey I was supposed to go on. But I am, and mm-hmm. I'm appreciative and grateful every single day, and that's that. I'm not going to allow people who don't understand, who don't know, to make any kind of decision for me. But before I had done this work, that would have gotten me, Yep. and I would have gone. And that's, I think, the problem where a lot of people become kind of like the martyr, and a lot of people will suffer for the cause because of the outside voices, because of what other people think you should be doing. You do what you know is right inside your heart and you do what's right in your gut. Mm -hmm. Um, Don't let anybody tell you. So I've been exercising every day when I think of somebody and it like invokes a guilt or whatever. 
um, oh, I should have seen this person or I should have called this person. Hmm. I start to take stock and I'm like, well, does this person pay my bills? <laughs> no. <Yep. laughs> does this person have anything really to do with my life outside of, you know, whatever connection supposedly is there? No. Is this person adding in my life? Are they, you know, great advisors? Are they, you know, fun to be around? No. Okay, then I'm not going to care. Like, why? Why? Everybody doesn't need to care. Everybody's opinion doesn't need to matter. And I think it's so easy for us to fall into that. Mm-hmm. And I am retraining myself out of all of that. And I'm like, what's going to make me happy? Okay, this is what's going to make me happy. And not in a selfish way. Because I'm not selfish and I'm not going to fall into that trap of people telling me, oh, so now you're just selfish. No, no. If that's what you think, that's because that's what you want to think. Yep. And that's mm-hmm. on you. That's your and own that's problem. You. Those are your issues. I was proud of her, Jeff. We were talking about the other day, like the little things, right? Like Maria and I came here and this house was kind of a war zone. <laughs> in it, in its own respect, right? Yeah. I mean, things yeah. are falling, they're breaking. They're Garage this, they're doors that. aren't working. Right. Car right. not starting. Oil not changed. Right. Yeah. Flooding in basement. You know, <laughs> we had another one on Saturday. Yeah, we did. Oh, we, won't, we won't discuss that one. <laughs> <laughs> so there's been a lot, and she's even owned her power in that regard, right? Like she's been like, you know what? No. I can do this. I can call this person. I can figure it out. I don't need anyone else to help me. I can do this, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like those little things and those little reminders where it's like, oh, yeah. You're like, I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah. I can do this. I'm I'm my, my own Wonder Woman, right? And it was a good reminder for me because I think those little things we often forget too, right? It's like, wow, no, okay. I pay for this apartment i do this like this is pretty dang cool you know so it's Mm -hmm. the little things it's not always those like grave i'm this i'm that this is my job it's the little things that i think we often forget so you reminded me of that thanks well i feel like it's interesting because for me i've been with someone my whole adult life Mm -hmm. with kevin and he handles so much of the stuff that i'm now doing on my own like well how the garage door Mm -hmm. isn't connecting with the clicker like who the heck do I even call for that but I've been figuring out I don't handle pools I don't know how to do a pool I know how to do a pool now and then you know of course my brother's response is oh well you know welcome to the the real world or whatever you know and I'm like no asshole like that's just you're that's just such an ignorant statement um I'm so sorry that I work 20 hours a day seven days a week um in my career and in my work that I could not do those things. But guess what? I I am finding an independence that I didn't even know existed mm-hmm. where I can handle anything yep. completely on my own. I The lights go out outside. I know how to go to the circuit breaker now. These mm-hmm. are things that I never really did before because that was something Kevin would handle. And so that has been invaluable too. Ooh, a mosquito just flew by. Ooh. Kill it. <laughs> That's the only authorization for a killing is a mosquito because I'm allergic. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, that is, you know, kind of, you know, yeah, that was uh, everything I had in my brain for today, guys. I love it. So many aha moments for me. I think like my big takeaway is just think about your relationship with your parents. And there's probably something (laughs) in there that's unhealthy for both of you. It's not bad. It's your instinct. Mm. But like, just think about that in a deep way. And maybe how can you pivot that, especially as the holidays approach? Yeah. Oh, we'll have a lot more holiday talk, I'm sure, Mm -hmm. as it approaches. Mm -hmm. (laughs) My takeaway, I have to say, too, is just like, who are are you living for? When are you going to matter? I mean, you gotta you gotta weigh those things, Kelsey right? She had to do that in her own life too. And I guess did. what? She had to make herself matter, guys, right? Mm-hmm. And with the help of Doctor, not Doctor, I'm gonna call her Doctor because she kind of is Elisa Viti, right? Who is amazing with right. um, her Flow Living program. Mm-hmm. If you haven't listened to that and you are a female, Oof. Ooh, yeah, it's a good one. Go listen to that. Um, unbelievable information, mm-hmm. and she's been healing. Kelsey's gut issues along with Dr. Littman Dr. Littman who's going to be on the show as well yep and so Jeff I will say Kelsey delivered some really great news yesterday to me I did Jeff I told her I woke up so it's so weird um my gut how I felt my whole life is I wake up especially if I eat over a certain like time right into the night I wake up and I feel like hung over from food it's the most wild thing but 
I woke up yesterday and I was like, Maria, my stomach feels less hungover. Like it was a drastic enough difference where I was like, I don't feel as crappy as I have forever. So it was very exciting. But all thanks to, I mean, you told me I had to set my boundaries. You told me I had to matter. Like you told me that. It's true though. It's true. This is true. (laughs) This is very true. Like, I mean, even things in my family, I call my mom. She's like, oh, you're like, your sister doesn't like when you talk about this or that. And I'm like, you know what? I'm sorry. It's about me and not in a selfish way, but it's about me. It's not about anyone else. I need to heal, and it's about me. So, yeah, we had a nice little breakthrough yesterday. Yeah, like your gut wasn't protruding anymore. Like your stomach is, Mm -hmm. like, retracting Mm -hmm. back to, like, Mm -hmm. normal. She had, like, Mm -hmm. her, like, mini baby. (laughs) Truly. (laughs) Right? I was like, oh, my God, Maria, we're both going to have kids. Yeah, like she had her (laughs) mini baby, and she woke up. She's like, oh, my God, it's kind of, it's going away. It was, like, her first day of progress. So then, of course, yesterday we were at the farm, and she's like, I really want a pumpkin beer. I go, really, Kelsey? You just <laughs> said you feel better today for the first time in your whole life. We're going to really do that? Yeah. I'm like, I won't drink in solidarity with you. And she's like, okay. Oh. She did. It was very sweet. Very <laughs> kind. But uh, I can't promise that all the time. But whatever. You know what I'm doing. Uh, oh anyhow. Gosh, Kev's in here. Kev. Honey. My boo? You needed it. Oh, thanks, Kev. Yeah. Oh, boo's listening. Hi, honey. I love you. You're a nice person. Make good choices, Kevin. Um, Okay. Well, tomorrow, guys, we have an amazing episode. I'm really excited. Dr. Christy Funk um, is going to be with us. She is the top breast cancer surgeon in the world. She is going to be with us in honor of Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And we're going to be demoing a delicious smoothie that she says is literally engineered to fight cancer cells, which I'm excited Mm. because then I will be sharing that with my mom when I see her. Um, thank you guys as always for being with us. I hope this was helpful for you. If it was, share with us on Instagram. Kelsey will be posting today. You can let us know what you were thinking in there. If you got any advice, I'm always open. Yes. Um, in the meantime, uh, follow us at Better Together with Maria at Kelsmeyer2 at Jeffrey Crane Graham. And remember, be nice people, make good choices, and be present. Well, that's it for today, Heal Squad. Before I let you go, I want to make sure you don't forget to take care of yourself today. I'll be making sure I'm not forgetting to get outside, do my meditations, and of course, keep myself fueled with some sweet, chilly, wonderful pistachios. Wonderful pistachios, as you know, are my go-to when hunger strikes because they're one of the highest protein nuts providing all nine essential amino acids, and they're great for on-the-go snacking. So... When you're ready to elevate your snacking game, visit wonderfulpistachios.com to grab a bag.